Night of the Ninjas, Chapter 7, To the East. Jack and Annie stood still for a long moment. Annie spoke first. Well, I guess the tall ninja was pointing to the east, she said. I guess that's the way we go. Wait, said Jack. I need to write some stuff down. He took out his notebook, and in the moonlight he wrote, One, use nature. Two, be nature. Three, follow nature. Look, Jack, whispered Annie. Do I look like a ninja? He looked at her. She had pulled her sweatshirt hood over her head and tied the strings tightly. She did look like a ninja, a very small one. Good idea, Jack whispered. He pulled his hood up too. Okay, let's go, said Annie. Jack put his notebook away. Then he and Annie headed east into the woods. They slipped between trees and more trees and more trees. All the trees looked the same and Jack got confused. Were they still going in the right direction? Wait, he said. Annie stopped. They both stared at the woods around them. Do you think we're still going east? Asked Jack. I guess so, said Annie. We can't just guess, said Jack. We have to know for sure. How do we do that, said Annie. We don't have a compass. Just then, the master's words came back to Jack. The ninja master said to use nature, he said. How do we do that, asked Annie. Wait, I remember something. Jack closed his eyes. He remembered something in a camping book. Now what was it? He opened his eyes. I've got it. First, we need a stick, he said. Annie picked up a stick. Here, she said. Great. Now we need a space with moonlight, said Jack. There, said Annie. They moved into a moonlit space between the shadows. Now push the stick into the ground, Jack said. Annie pushed the stick into the ground. The stick shadow looks like it's more than six inches. What do you think? It looks like it, said Annie. Okay. That means the shadow's pointing east, said Jack. Neat said Annie. So that way is east. Jack pointed to a new direction. At least, I hope it is. We're real ninjas now, said Annie. Yep, said Jack. Maybe we are. Come on. They took off heading east, they hoped. Soon, they were out of the pine woods and walking down the rocky mountainside. They moved slowly from rock to rock, and finally, they rested against a giant rock. Let's check our direction again, said Jack. Annie stuck another stick in the dirt. There, he said. He pointed to the shadow on the ground, that way. Annie peeked over the rock and down the mountain. Yikes, she said softly. Jack looked too. His heart nearly stopped. There were flames of fire coming up the mountain. The samurai. Jack and Annie ducked behind the rock. Squeak, said the mouse. Quiet, Peanut, said Annie. Jack reached into his pack and pulled out the ninja book. I hope something in here can help us, he said. Jack flipped through the page, through page after page until he found what he was looking for. It was a picture of warriors wearing bamboo armor. They were holding swords. He read, The samurai were fierce Japanese fighters. They carried two swords to cut down their enemies. Annie tapped Jack on the shoulder. Jack looked at her. She pointed up the mountain. A figure was coming down to them. He was very near. In the moonlight, the bamboo armor was shining. Two swords were gleaming. It was a samurai warrior. Chapter 8, Dragon Water. Jack and Annie crouched together. Samurai were on both sides of them now. They were trapped. Jack pressed against the rock. The warrior stepped closer and closer. He looked to the right. He looked to the left. Jack held his breath. Be nature, whispered Annie. What? Jack whispered back. Be nature. Be a rock. Oh, brother, thought Jack. This was nuts. But he squeezed his eyes shut and then tried to be part of the rock. Jack tried to be as still as the rock, as solid as the rock. 
as quiet as the rock. Soon, he started feeling as strong as the rock and as safe as the rock. He wanted to be the rock forever. Squeak. He's gone, said Annie. They're all gone. Jack opened his eyes. The samurai warrior was gone. Jack stood up and looked over the rock. The torches were gone too. Let's go, Annie said. Jack took a deep breath. He felt great. He was getting more and more like a ninja every minute, maybe even like a ninja master. East, he said. And they went east, down the mountain, between the rocks, until they came to the wide, icy stream. The water seemed even wilder than before. I don't see the treehouse, said Annie. Jack looked across the stream to the dark grove of the trees. Moonlight shone on their pale flowers. But where was the treehouse? I don't see it either, said Jack. We have to cross the water first, then we'll try to find it. The water was crashing and rushing over the rocks. Squeak! The mouse peeked out from its pouch. Don't be afraid, said Annie. She patted the mouse's little head. Be like us. Be like a ninja, too. Let's go, Jack said. He took a deep breath and stepped into the stream. The icy water swirled up to his knees. The current knocked him over. Jack grabbed some weeds he held on as tight as the water swirled around him. He was freezing to death. Jack! Annie grabbed Jack's arm. She helped him back to the bank. That was close, said Annie. Jack wiped his glasses. Luckily, they hadn't fallen in the water. Are you okay, said Annie? Not really, said Jack, his teeth chattering. He was chilled to the bone. We'll never get across, said Annie. We'll drown if we try. Or freeze to death, said Jack. He pulled off the hood of the sweatshirt. He didn't feel much like a ninja anymore. Annie pulled off her hood too, she sighed. What can we do, she said. Squeak. Peanut climbed out of Annie's sweatshirt pouch and leapt onto the ground. The mouse scampered away. Peanut, come back, Annie called. No, said Jack. We have to follow Peanut. Why? asked Annie. We have to do what the master said, said Jack. Follow nature. Oh, right, said Annie. Follow Peanut. But where is Peanut? In the moonlight, Jack saw a little mouse. It was running through the grass along the stream. There, he cried. Come on. Annie hurried after Jack, and Jack hurried after Peanut. They ran beside the rushing waters. A moonlight branch had fallen. A moonlit branch had fallen across a narrow part of the stream. It touched both shores. The mouse was running over the branch. Peanut's going over a bridge, said Annie. She started to follow. Wait, said Jack. We can't go on that branch. It's too small. It'll break. Chapter 9. Mouse Walk. The mouse vanished into the tall grass on the other side of the stream. Jack and Annie stared at the tree branch. We have to try to cross it, said Annie. We're supposed to follow nature. Forget it, said Jack. It's too little. It'll crack in a second. Maybe if we pretend we're mice, we can do it, said Annie. Oh, brother, said Jack. Not again. If you could be a rock, you can be a mouse, said Annie. Just be teeny and light and fast. Jack took a deep breath. We have to, said Annie. Okay, Jack said. Say squeak, said Annie. You're nuts, said Jack. Just do it, said Annie. It'll help you feel more like a mouse. Jack groaned. Okay, he said. Squeak. Squeak, said Annie. Squeak, 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 they said together. Let's go. Hurry, said Annie. Jack stepped onto the branch. I'm teeny, I'm light, I'm fast, he thought, and he darted across the branch. Jack moved so quickly he didn't think about anything except getting to the other side. He forgot the wild, freezing water. He forgot the smallness of the branch. And suddenly, Jack was on the other side. Suddenly, Annie was right beside him. They laughed and fell together on the grass. See? See? The branch didn't break, said Annie. 
I guess it was big enough, said Jack. I guess we had to think the right way. The peanut way, said Annie. Yeah, said Jack, smiling. He felt great. He was still wet from his fall into the stream, but he didn't mind anymore. Jack pushed his glasses into place and stood up. Okay, now we just have to find the treehouse, he said. No, we don't, said Annie. She pointed up. The treehouse was outlined against the moonlit sky, high in the tree, surrounded by white flowers. In the distance came the sound of voices. Then Jack saw flames. The samurai are coming back, said Jack. We have to go. Where's Peanut, said Annie. We can't leave Peanut. We have to, said Jack. The voices of the samurai were getting closer. So were their torches. Come on, Jack said. He grabbed Annie's hand. He pulled her toward the rope ladder. Oh, Jack, she said sadly. Go, go. Annie started up the rope ladder. Jack followed. He felt sad, too. He liked that little mouse now. He liked it a lot. They climbed up and up. Just before they got to the top, Jack heard it. Squeak. Oh, wow, cried Annie. Peanuts inside. Annie pulled herself into the treehouse, and Jack followed. He gasped. Someone else was in the treehouse, too. A dark figure was sitting in the corner. You have done well, the figure said. It was the ninja master. You followed the way of the ninja, he said. Oh, man, breathed Jack. Squeak. The master was holding Peanut. Take good care of your little helper, he said, handing the mouse to Annie. Annie kissed the mouse's tiny head. And take this, said the master. He held a hand out to Jack. He gave Jack a small round stone. This moonstone will help you find your missing friend, the master said. Jack stared at the stone. Was this one of the four things? You must go home now, said the master. He picked up the Pennsylvania book and handed it to Annie. Where did you find it? asked Jack. Here, said the master. You didn't see it before because your heart knew you had a mission to complete first. What about you? said Annie. Can you come with us? Yes, said Jack. We need help in finding Morgan. The master smiled. No, my friends, I must stay here. There will be more help along the way, but you must find the way on your own. Annie opened the book and she found the picture of Frog Creek. She pointed to it. I wish we could go here, she said. The wind started to blow, the white flowers started to shake, and clouds covered the moon. Remember, the master said, keep a kind heart. Then he swung silently down the rope ladder and disappeared into the dark night. Wait, Jack called. There was so much he wanted to ask the master about nature, about ninjas, about their mission. But the treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Jack gripped the stone in his hand and squeezed his eyes shut. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Chapter 10. Night Peanut. Jack opened his eyes. Then he opened his fist. He stared at the moonstone in his hand. It was clear and smooth. It almost seemed to glow. We're home, said Annie. Squeak. Annie and the mouse were looking out the window. Jack was with them. The sun was setting in the distance. No time at all had passed in Frog Creek. They heard their neighbor's dog, Henry, bark. They heard crickets chirping. In the distance, they could see their dad step out of their house. He stood on the porch. Jack, Annie, he called. Time for dinner. Coming, Annie shouted. She, Jack sat back on his heels and looked at the moonstone again. I guess we have one of the four things, he said. We'll look for the other three tomorrow, Annie said. Jack nodded. They had a lot more work to do. He put the moonstone in his pocket and pulled on his pack. Ready, he said. Wait, Annie said. She took off one of her sneakers. She put, pulled off her sock and then put her sneaker back on. What are you doing, said Jack. I'm making a bed, she said. A what? A bed, you know, for Peanut to sleep in. 
Annie picked up the mouse and tucked it inside her sock. Night, Pina, she said softly. Squeak. Oh, brother, said Jack. Annie held the mouse close to Jack. Kiss it goodnight, Jack, she said. Don't be silly, he said. Let's go. Thanks for helping us, Annie said to the mouse. She put Peanut gently down on the glowing M. She pulled Morgan's message out of her pouch and put it next to the mouse. See you tomorrow, she said, and she started down the ladder. Jack stared at the mouse. It looked back at him. For a moment, its dark eyes looked old and wise. Come on, Jack, called Annie. Jack kissed its tiny head. Night, night, Peanut, he whispered. Then Jack headed down the rope ladder. It got darker and darker as he went down. By the time he stepped onto the ground, it was almost completely black. Where are you, said Jack. Here, said Annie. Her hand bumped his. He took it. Careful, he said. Careful yourself, she said. Together they took off into the cool, dark woods. They moved silently and swiftly. Two shadowy warriors returning home.